Have you ever wondered about the times we're living in and what the book of Revelation might reveal? Eddie Armstrong, Larry Brown, and me, Charlie Hayes, have been studying Daniel and Revelation online. The videos are on YouTube and the link is in the description of this podcast. In the next few episodes, we're taking you behind the scenes as we discuss Revelation and prepare for our weekly class. Join us now as we seek our answers from Scripture. This episode, join us as we complete our discussion of the second seal of the book of Revelation, chapter 6, and move into the third seal. The letter of the law versus the spirit. You know, if you've got the spirit of the law, you're going to, by nature, do the letter of it. Yes. Uh, by, but by not our nature, but by the nature of the Holy Spirit. So if the spirit of the law says you shouldn't be looking upon a woman with lust and your heart has changed where you don't, you, that's been taken away from you. Well, why would you go break the letter of it? Yeah, that's you know? for sure. Yeah. So there is a connection between the letter and the spirit. Yeah. But, well, uh, you know, people, people who want to uh, just follow the spirit of the law, I'm going, well, congratulations. You're, you're way more than just the letter of the law. If you're doing the spirit. Yeah. It yeah, includes yeah. a letter, but it includes so much more. So uh, yeah. you got you got to get rid of that that little petty hatred you have for your neighbor. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. right. That's that's the difficult thing, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm probably not going to kill anyone, but that petty hatred I have for my neighbor, oh, that's tough to get rid of. Yes. Yeah. Well, somebody told me not too long ago. Says, "Well, hey, the only two commandments we got is to love our neighbors as ourselves." and God with all our heart. And I said, oh, are you doing that? <laughs> you know? yeah. To me, that's harder than not killing, not stealing. Yes. You know, uh, I can do the letter of that, uh, but you know, the spirit, uh, that's, man, that means you've, you've got to be born again uh, and completely redeemed to not be a, a human being without any kind of sin. Yeah. The third seal. Uh, so he sees the black horse, a pair of scales, and he talks, starts talking about this quart of wheat for denarius. Right? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, in, in symbolism, it's, it's hard to figure out the black horse, isn't it? What is black? Black is not good. Well, black is, um, black, yeah. yeah, it's the exact opposite of the white, you know? Right. Yeah. And, uh, and this, this one has a pair of scales, which I found in uh, looking through things interesting, uh, Uriah Smith actually had a good good understanding of that, right? Where he's, mm -hmm. he was talking about it being, they're coming at you with both the religious and the government side of things. So you have both these things which are now combined. And this is where we start to see the government imposing its will on the church and the church imposing its will on the government. Freedom of consciousness is gone government can can uh, execute you for your religious beliefs mm -hmm. and this is the, the the dark time in the in the in the history of the church uh because you know the, the bible ended up being locked away you, you could no longer read it as a per as a as an individual and even you know there's the balances here where you know man shall not live by bread alone but you have the idea that 
there is a scarcity, a denarius, a day's pay for a quart of wheat, which you know can hard can hardly feed anyone, or you can have the three quarts of barley for denarius, which is less nutritious. Yeah, that's right. So you right. might have a full belly, but uh, nutrition-wise, it's right. going to be the same as the quart of wheat. But the black horse is also a symbol of darkness. And when, when the church took away the Bible during this period, it was like starvation. <laughs> and that's kind of what, uh, what we're seeing here in symbolism is darkness and um, people not being able to eat from the word of God because they didn't have it. Yeah, you see that, that going on and you know, starvation spiritually and death spiritually, you know, that's, that's going on. People are, are losing don't understand who God is, uh, and so forth. But what about this oil and wine? I thought that was very interesting. Uh, do not, in fact, I should have done, do not harm. Yeah. Harm the oil. Oil and wine, you know, they've got to be symbolic of the spirit. You know, the oil is, is a definite reference to the Holy Spirit. Yep. And the wine, this is not alcoholic wine necessarily. This could be the fruit of the vine. When I think of that, I think of the uh, Lord's Supper, right? Mm -hmm. And that, uh, you know, we're, we're, we symbolically drink of his blood until he comes, right? So this is, this is maintaining your connection. And I guess you could do it, do it too with the uh, thinking about, uh, if you think about I am the vine and you are the branches, if you think about this just being a grapevine, yeah, you're going to continue gathering that. So the Holy Spirit is still available, even though the word's gone. Yeah. You still have a connection with Jesus, even though the word is not available to you. So he's still offering that and realizing that it's going to be hard to get the word. So. Yeah. And that's a, that's a good point. I think uh, Charlie, I, I was kind of following your point there. It makes sense that even though God's word is taken from them, the work of the Holy Spirit is still at work on people's hearts. Um, you know, it must have been at work with, say, Martin Luther, for example. Oh, yeah. Example, uh, because he, he struggled with guilt. Uh, and then when he found the Bible and he found that verses like the righteous shall live by faith alone, um, that kind of uh, changed his heart. Of course, that was the word of God. Uh, but the Holy Spirit does work, even though on people's heart, even though there's not a plain, thus saith the Lord, right in front of them. And maybe that's what, what's being talked about here. Yeah. You know, and, and Smith, Smith talks about the starting with the establishment of the papacy in 1538. Yeah. Uh, which. 538. Uh, uh, 538. Where's, where's I have a thousand, thousand years plus or minus. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that works. <laughs> 1538. Yes. Yeah. So uh, what this also tells me is that even though it was dark and the papacy was doing away with the word for people so they couldn't read the word, there were still met many Christians in the church. Right. right. They were holding on to Christ and the Holy Spirit was still talking to them. And I believe God was revealing himself to them in the other books. And what I mean by the other books, the book of nature, for instance, you know, people see the yeah. creation 
and they're awed by creation. They see the stars in the sky more than we do and just see the majestic power of God. And so I, you know, he was still talking to them and still, still yeah. convicting them. So the still small voice was talking to people. Yes, that's it for this episode of Answers from Scripture. We so appreciate your prayers, and we appreciate you sharing answers from Scripture with a friend. And as always, we thank you for joining us as we seek our answers from Scripture.